At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash grad school. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. It's now time for the Pony Cake Sports Podcast with your hosts, Josh Stevens, Tim Thompson, and Tom Schultz. Woo! Hey there, everybody. We are back with another episode, and this time we are going to be talking about your must-starts and your must-sits of the week. We're also going to be discussing uh, would you rather on some of these quarterbacks uh, and some of their matchups that they got going on. But before we get to any of that, Tom, how you doing? Josh, I'm doing good. Tim is not here today, so you guys won't have to listen to him to tell you to start Patrick Mahomes, Todd Gurley, or Adam Thielen. Kind of sorry that you guys don't have to hear that. I know you guys enjoy laughing at him as much as I do. But, Josh, it's great to be in the Pony Kick Studios with you tonight. Oh, yeah, of course. And uh, there are quite a few teams that are on by this week, Uh, six of them. um, As we discussed before the show, uh, the teams I do not have in front of me. I wish I did. That would have been smart of me to uh, let everybody know which ones they are. I can tell Uh, you if you Here they are. I got them. Buffalo Bills. Cleveland Browns, Miami Dolphins, New England Patriots, New York Jets, San Francisco 49ers. So most likely you pretty much had Tom Brady on your team or, and or Baker Mayfield uh, as well. Uh, a couple of you may have been throwing darts for Nick Mullins. Um, possibly, I know someone in our league was starting yeah. Mullins. Um, but if you went out and picked up a, uh, a Matt Barkley then uh more power to you more power to you because not many people were probably doing that but um there's going to be some guys that you may uh want to consider in case if you had a a tom brady or a uh, baker mayfield so without any further ado we're going to start with quarterbacks who would you start tom for me my first one is for daily players who are looking to save a little bit of money on uh DraftKings this week it's one Eli Manning. Wow, wow. I know you're you probably aren't a big fan of that. I'm not no. either, Josh. But look, he's facing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this week. They are 30th against quarterbacks on uh DraftKings scoring, which is pretty bad. So yeah. normally when uh you have a quarterback playing the Bucks, you want to put him in your lineup. But with Eli, what gets me going this week is this price tag, only 5200. So you need 16 DraftKings points to completely hit value with him he is averaging 17.1 this year he has not been that good and we've seen this tampa bay team get into shootouts i expect this game to be somewhat high scoring both of them uh, somewhere in the mid 20s i expect this game to be and i just think eli manning if if you are trying to get a cheaper quarterback in your lineup this week he's a guy that i am targeting and uh, i will feel comfortable putting him in my cash game lineups fair enough that's a, a very interesting take with eli manning uh me personally i did not have him that high in my rankings but i definitely could see that happening especially with the uh the 
offensive firepower that they do have with OBJ, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, and of course him dumping off passes to one Saquon Barkley. And one more thing, the Bucks they've given up over 20 fantasy points to a quarterback every week, but two this year, both of those games came at home. They are on the road. I think Eli has, has a safe chance to get over 20 points this week. All right. Um, Tom, can you tell me where, uh, or you know what? Yeah, tell me where Marcus Mariota is on Daily Fantasy. I believe he's 5,500, 5, which is pretty cheap. That's another value play that I was going to call this week. My must-start of this is one Marcus Mariota. So Marcus Mariota on ESPN scoring uh, last week at 22.3 points. Uh, the week before that, uh, against the Dallas Cowboys, 20.8 points. They are, of course, facing the Indianapolis Colts. And uh, the Colts, they're don't, pretty don't good. Don't pick on my Colts. I'm not. I'm not. The, the Colts are a pretty good team. But last week at home, they played the Jacksonville Jaguars. They gave up 320 yards passing to Blake Bortles and two touchdowns for 21 points. Last time they were at home, they uh, completely destroyed the Buffalo Bills. Only negative uh, one point. Um, but the last time they were at home, week four, Houston Texans, 375 yards and two touchdowns for 31 points. Uh, I'm not going to say this trend is going to continue, but Marcus Mariota is playing better football, yep. and this team is starting to click. So I like the uh, the chances of Mariota putting up some points. Plus, with the Colts, they are, they are putting up a lot of points, and this game could kind of get out of hand. I think the Colts could be up big. And I think the the Tennessee Titans could be trying to play catch up. Uh, I agree where you're coming from with this, Josh, and I think he's definitely a play that you could be putting in uh, daily lineups. He's he's a guy that you could be starting in uh, your season long leagues as well. He has been hot. This offense is kind of clicking on all cylinders right now. That's what you want to see. He was banged up earlier in the year, and he's finally looking like the old Marcus Mariota. It's I just I'm not a fan of the guy. I feel yeah. like. He's, he's got one of the worst arms in the NFL. He does. So much loft on every one of his passes. But you you saw kind of how the Colts got beat last week, a lot of dinking and dunking, and that's what Marcus Mariota is pretty good at. And Corey Davis is kind of coming along right now and showing that he was worth that. I think he was picked sixth overall in the NFL draft, but that he's worth that pick. He's becoming one heck of a player right now. Quarterbacks to sit this week, Tom. Uh, my quarterback, my first one. Hip Rivers, six grand versus Denver. Not not too bad of a price tag. Uh, you know you're looking for 18 plus fantasy points. But right now, Pip Rivers and this LA Chargers offense, they really haven't had to throw the football a lot like we're kind of used to. They're more of a balanced offense. I think they're going to be in control in this football game. You know, Pip Rivers, he hasn't thrown 30 attempts in a game since week four. That was a long time ago. Uh, was it six weeks ago? Yeah. Absolutely crazy. I just I really like how this Chargers offense is moving right now, and I think they're going to be able to run the football. Denver isn't great against stopping the run. Melvin Gordon has been an absolute monster. Austin Eckler has been a great change of pace back. Uh, I, I just don't think Pip Rivers is going to hit value this week. Uh, I think five of the last seven weeks he hasn't hit value on DraftKings. I think that trend's going to continue. I think the Chargers will win this football game and will be up early and rely on that run game like they have been lately. Yeah, Philip Rivers kind of has a, uh, a tough road ahead of him. He's got the Denver Broncos this week, the Arizona Cardinals playing better football, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers shutting teams down, Cincinnati Bengals, they're kind of a, a shit show right now. And then uh, the championship game for most people is week number 16 against the Baltimore Ravens. 
that's a tough game. But this one specifically against the Denver Broncos, I know that the Phillip Rivers is at home. But they have been, uh, I think this is going to be a game where they do rely a little bit more on Melvin Gordon. Um, we'll see how it shakes out. But uh, they're, they're still missing, in my opinion, one of the biggest pieces of the puzzle. And that was Hunter Henry. Yep. And if Hunter Henry was playing this season or if they had a uh, a tight end that was able to do something a little bit more, I'd feel a little bit more comfortable with Phillip Rivers. Although Phillip Rivers is having, again, quietly a very steady season. Every single game, two at least two touchdowns. Yep. Uh, he's only thrown four interceptions on the year. Um, it's an MVP-type season. Unfortunately, there's other quarterbacks such as Patrick Mahomes who is having a much better uh, offensive statistically season or statistical season than uh, Philip Rivers. Uh, but the Chargers are a quiet team. You know, they're on their way to becoming one of the better teams in the league. They are seven and two, uh, I think. Yeah, I, I, I think they right have down. seven wins. Um, but the Chargers are looking pretty good. Philip Rivers is looking good, but I do agree with you that this could be a, uh, a down week for him overall. So, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I like I like Pip Rivers, but I do kind of agree with you. I could definitely see a, a down week for him. Uh, two quarterbacks that I have, <sighs> Ryan Fitzpatrick and uh, what's his fucking face? Andy Dalton. Um, Andy Dalton, of course, had a bad week last week. Uh, Jeff Driscoll came in and uh, for relief, and he did a 45 yards passing. Uh, had I think a rushing touchdown, uh, but Andy Dalton just did not have a game against the Saints. He they lost 51 to 14. He threw for 150 yards, two interceptions, had a touchdown for only 6.9 points on ESPN scoring. Ryan Fitzpatrick is playing the uh, the New York Giants. New York Giants right now are playing pretty good football against quarterbacks. You look the last couple weeks, last week uh, against the San Francisco 49ers, I know it was Nick Mullins, but Nick Mullins had a very good week one as the starter, only gave up 10 points to him against Washington Redskins and uh, um, Alex Smith, only 12 points to him against the Atlanta Falcons and Matt Ryan, 19 points to him. Uh, weeks before that, 16 points, 12 points, 14 points, 13 points. The Giants are the 13th ranked defense against quarterbacks. That's pretty st- statistically sound for a defense against quarterbacks. So I'm going to go ahead and go with Fitzpatrick as one of my sits of the week. I do not see a shootout. I could see, like how you said, the game in the like a 26 to 21 type score. Um, but I could, I could, I, I just don't see. Uh, Fitzpatrick is being a starter for me. And same thing with Andy Dahl, and I just think he's trash, and the uh, Cincinnati Bengals are going to draft a quarterback next year. Yeah, since week three, you know, Fitzmagic started at a crazy pace, something that, you know, pretty much all fantasy analysts didn't picture uh, could continue. He's just been a turnover magnet, had three turnovers last week to the week before. He's going to continue to turn the football over. That's kind of what Fitzmagic does. Uh What's crazy, he's had four 400-yard passing oh, yeah. games this week. Last week, he had 400 passing yards, and they what, they put up six points. Yeah. Uh, unreal. It's crazy. Uh, Andy Dalton, I, I don't think you could start him when A.J. Green's out. No, I agree. And he just relies on A.J. Green to make so many plays for him. With him not in the lineup, that hurts that offense completely. I agree with you. 
Um, do you want to do Would You Rather for the quarterbacks now or at the end? We'll, we'll do it at the good. end. All right, sounds good. Uh, must starts for your running back position. My first one's going to be a value play that's going to be completely chalk. Everyone should be all over this. Uh, Deion Lewis at the Indianapolis Colts. He's only $4,800 on oh. DraftKings. You know, right now the last three weeks, he's had over 19 touches in each one of those games. And when you have a running back getting that many touches, they should be priced in the 6k to 7k K range especially one that gets as many receptions as Deion lewis uh last three games though he's been kind of the person that has made this offense look better uh they've been giving him the football more consistently and the last three weeks or last three games for the titans this offense has looked like the offense that they promised would be here i think he's a must play against the colts we we saw what fournette was able to do in the passing game against the colts last week they play a lot of soft zone coverage, uh, a lot of, let, let a lot of those uh, just dump off passes through, and I expect Deion Lewis four to six receptions, and that's going to set a nice little floor for you there in daily. Yeah, I could see that happening too. Uh, like you said, 41 points of running backs uh, last week. A couple weeks before that, 25 points, 25 points. And uh, in week five, 41 points again uh, to the New England running backs, James White. Uh, in company there, so I could definitely see that happening. That is a uh, that's a solid point there, Tom. I like that. It's not bad. Um, my must start of the week. I actually have I have two, and I have one sneaky play. If you absolutely need to do it, um, but I like Aaron Jones this week. I'm a big fan of his. I think the, after this game against the Miami Dolphins where he had 15 carries for 145 yards and two touchdowns, and, of course, he had a couple of receptions for 27 yards, uh, 32 overall points. He's playing the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks, if you look at their numbers, 27 points running backs last week, uh, 23 points running backs the week before, 18 points the week before that. Granted, two decent running backs with the Rams and the Chargers, with uh, Todd Gurley and Melvin Gordon. Uh, but the Detroit Lions, a lot of that was uh, receptions out of the backfield. I could see Aaron Jones getting a couple more receptions. I, I like him for uh, three to four receptions in this game if they're going to use him that way. Uh, and I also like Kerryon Johnson this week. I'm a big fan of his this week against the Carolina Panthers. Um I think it's just it's kind of set up. You see how they used Carryon Johnson this last week against the Chicago Bears. I think it's a very good matchup to see where this Lions team is going to go, um, trying to use Carryon Johnson more throughout the season. What I absolutely love about your Carryon Johnson play, Josh, I can see the Lions being blown out in this game. I don't think they're a very good football team. That happened last week against the Bears, and they were still feeding carry on the football. Mm -hmm. Got two touchdowns kind of in garbage time. That's what you like to see. That's kind of the game script that you'd expect Theo Riddick just to completely dominate. They were still giving carry on the goal line touches. I love that. I love your Aaron Jones call as well. They just need to give that dude 20 touches a game. Yeah. Uh, Look what he did with it last week. Uh I have one more running back though. He he's another he's a must start guy that I think he's probably being one hundred percent of my daily lineups. David Johnson against Oakland, only seventy five hundred. We saw last week what Byron Leftwich wants David Johnson to be. He pretty much just copied what his good old friend Bruce Arians did with him. Tons of usage out of the backfield receiving the football. That's what you want to see when you have a running back like David Johnson. Uh, completely blew up last week. Thirty seven point three. 
points in PPR leagues. He had two touchdowns, one through the air, one receiving the football. I think it's safe to say that we could expect a lot more out of David Johnson. I like how Josh Rosen, Rosen is playing right now. He, he looks like he's kind of coming into his own, what we expected him to be. And this is a they – they have a terrible offensive line. But they're playing the Raiders, who have yeah. completely given up. All the vets on that team, no one wants to be playing football right now. I think the Cardinals can make this one ugly. And if they do that, I think David Johnson's in line for 25 touches again this week. Now, my one sneaky play, like if you absolutely need to, say if you're in like a 16-team league, right? Jaquiz Rogers, And I know it's throwing a dart, but at the same time, they are playing the New York Giants. And if you look at the the numbers that Jaquiz Rogers had last week, one rush for zero yards, but he had eight catches for 102 yards. And the Giants just got done playing San Francisco and Mr. Matt Breida. Matt Breida is not the best running back in the world. He had 17 rushes, 101 yards, and a touchdown, but he had three catches for 31 yards and a touchdown as well. 28 points for the running back. Jaquiz Rogers... With the Carolina Panthers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I could be see I could see this. Um, or Carolina Panthers, I'm sorry, the New York Giants and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I could see this being a close game, and I could be seeing where they're going to be doing a, quite a few dump off passes. The Jaquiz Rogers, I could see him with six catches in this game. That's six fantasy points. I could see him squeezing in a touchdown. That's just if you're absolutely needing a running back deep league. And if you're in a daily fantasy, I could see that. If, if you're going to put in, like, a couple teams, why not throw him in yeah. there on one of them? That's just me. Uh, must sits of the week. My first one uh, is going to be Joe Mixon. Do not like him in daily this week. 7,100 facing the tough Baltimore Ravens. Look, this game, it, it should be a close game, kind of low scoring. We'll see what happens with Joe Flacco. We'll see if RG3 starts this football game or if it's uh, Lamar Jackson, or maybe uh, Flacco will play. Last time they played, Mixon had a solid game, but he was kind of in and out for most of the game. I just, for me, it's his price tag. I do not see him getting over 21 fantasy points against the Ravens. Yeah, it, It's a tough rate or tough team to run against. And this Bengals offense, they just look confused out there. They just brought the, the team killer Hugh Jackson in. <laughs> to be uh, the special assistant to the head coach. Ridiculous. The office comment was completely correct. I, I just don't think he's worth it this week and not worth the price tag in daily. <laughs> um, my running back to sit this week, it's going to be James Conner. Um, they're facing the Jacksonville Jaguars. First off, James Conner is going to be, I think, questionable going into the game. He had a concussion uh, this past game, so maybe I'm kind of uh, squeezing one out here. Um, but even still, the the matchup that he has against Jacksonville is pretty tough. Jacksonville is fifth against the running backs. Last week uh, against the Indianapolis Colts, they had they gave up 18.3 points. The week before that, they had a bye, obviously, but then they gave up 23 points to the Philadelphia running backs, and then uh, the Houston running backs, they only gave up uh, 19.7 now, a lot of those uh, in Week 8 and 10, um, I believe they had quite a few catches out of the backfield, if I remember correctly. I know at least Philly did. Um, the thing is, I don't I, I don't know. I, I like James Conner, but I, just, I think this is going to be a, a passing game 
for the uh, the Steelers. I, I I honestly think it could be a statement game where they say, hey, Le'Veon Bell, you didn't show up. We're going to feed Connor the ball. But I think it's going to be because of uh, the concussions. We're going to see a, a little bit of the uh, more of a passing attack. I agree. It's a must-win game for Jacksonville. Pittsburgh has struggled going on the road in the past. I, I, I could see this working out. It's it's going to be crazy that game, folks. Another guy I really didn't like this week was Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Look, he came back last week, blew up. If you just look at the box score, you're like, man, he got me 30 fantasy points. He did great. But he averaged 2.2 yards yeah. per carry. Their starting center just went out. They're ready without a starting left tackle. I think Eric Flowers was starting at tackle for him last week. He got hurt. It, it, it's been a disaster on that offensive line. See Pittsburgh getting up in this game early. That whole team's at each other's throats, and I could just see T.J. Yeldon getting a bunch of a bunch of receiving yards, a bunch of carries that way as well. I could see Leonard Fournette kind of being taken out of the the game plan early in this one. Fair assessment there. Let's go ahead and move on to the uh, wide receivers. Tom, who's your must start? Uh, my first must start is going to be Amari Cooper. Facing wow. the Atlanta Falcons. He, he's looked good since he came to Dallas. A couple catches. A couple catches. Found the end zone. He, he's one hell of a route runner. I just I really like his price tag. 5400 right now for a guy that should have 10 targets in the game. That's extremely cheap. That's one of the most important things. You want those targets. You want those looks. Those guaranteed opportunities to score you fantasy points. Atlanta right now, they're the 29th ranked defense facing wide receivers on DraftKings. It's not good. You know, you, you want to get the wide receivers in this game if you can. I expect Atlanta to be able to score points. They've been able to do that uh, majority of the season. Steve Sarkeesian has kind of found something right now in Atlanta. Yeah. That offense is clicking. Uh, I, I just really like Cooper. I, I think he's a good matchup uh, against the Falcons this week, and I don't think you can go wrong with that price tag. Yeah, I, I like that. That's uh, it's interesting there. My uh, must-start wide receiver, Sterling Shepard. For the New York Giants, uh, kind of piggybacking off your uh, your Eli talk, um, I do like Sterling Shepard this week uh, against the the awful Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. They are 31st uh, in the league against wide receivers. Last week they gave up uh, 28 points. A uh, week before that, 35 and 48. Um, I think this is writing on the wall right here that it's a Sterling Shepard game. I think they may try to shut down OBJ with their, uh, I believe, a combination of five uh, DBs that are either rookies and or second-year players. Uh, it's a tough task uh, for those guys against those wide receivers. And uh, I think it may be a Sterling Shepard game here. I like it, Josh. Uh, who are you sitting this week? My first set's going to be AR-15. Wow. You know, there's right. there's going to be a lot of recency bias. Last week, he went he had six receptions, 133 yards, and two touchdowns. He finally looked healthy for the Bears. We saw that Mitch Trubisky liked to target him. Look, he's got a he's got a nice price tag, a little bit under or a little bit over Cooper, 5,700. So you're going to need him over 16 DraftKings points. I'm just more worried about the matchup. Xavier Rhodes hasn't been the same lockdown corner, but he's been pretty good. The Vikings are fourth against receivers. They haven't they've given up a touchdown or let me see. Click the wrong button. Haven't given up a touchdown to a wide receiver since week four against the Rams or they just got completely blown out. They've been doing a good job limiting wide receivers, and I think their number one goal is going to be to take away AR-15 from Mitch and see what else he could do. Yeah, AR-15 is definitely a uh, – he's 
He came on, came into his own last week with the six catches, 133 yards, and two touchdowns. He was pretty impressive. Uh, but yeah, the Minnesota Vikings, I, I think they're going to really want this game. I could see this game being a shootout. I could also see this game being like a, a 17-10 to 10 game too, depending on how the defenses show up. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how it goes. But uh, I think Mitchell Trubisky right now is at a point where he has shown that, especially after this past week, he's able to spread that ball around. So maybe he doesn't need to force-feed Allen Robinson the ball. Uh, Taylor Gabriel did not get a lot of attention. I can see this being a Taylor Gabriel-type game, especially with the, uh, the, the showing of Anthony Miller this past week with five catches and 122 yards and a touchdown. I could see, I could see that happening. It's pretty interesting. Uh, my must, uh, we're doing starts still, right? This is sit. This is sit. All right, my must sit is uh, wide receiver Kenny Galladay from the uh, Detroit Lions. Obviously, the Lions have traded away Golden Tate. Uh, Kenny Galladay came back to life. I've been on the Kelly Kenny Galladay hype train all season long, um, but this is one of my sits for the week, and the, the biggest thing is he's got a tough matchup against him, against the Carolina Panthers, and I've, I've gone on a limb before with the Carolina DBs and the Carolina defense, um, I've, I've picked the Atlanta Falcons when Julio Jones, I told people to sit, uh, sit them against, uh, the Carolina defense. I've told people to sit AJ Green against Carolina defense, and I'm telling you to sit Kenny Galladay against Carolina defense. That offense kind of looks like it's lost without Golden Tate being able to help move the chains. They really haven't been using him as much either. I, I really thought that once Tate got traded, that Galladay would his, that his usage yeah. and overall targets would just skyrocket, and it really hasn't. We'll see what's going on with Marvin Jones. They might just be able to bracket Galladay the whole game and make it completely miserable for him in that game. Exactly. Um, let's go ahead and move on to tight ends. I tried to find some value this week. Oh, at, there's some value. There is some value. There's some value. Uh, tight end positions. It's kind of rough right now. It is. There's four or five guys where, not you, good. where you could feel comfortable starting and then it gets kind of ugly. You might laugh at this, but I'm going to pick James O'Shaughnessy from the That's Jacksonville ugly. Jaguars. That's ugly. Super <laughs> ugly. Look, he's he's $2,600 on DraftKings. You need him to score roughly eight points in a full PPR league. It's possible. Look, last week he scored 9.6. The Steelers right now, they're giving up 58 yards per game two tight ends let's say he gets that three catches there he hits value it's that simple that's all i'm asking the steelers are 25th against uh tight ends and DraftKings scoring uh, I, I think o'shaughnessy he's that guy where if you you want to pay up for drew Brees and cash games he's 6500 you put o'shaughnessy in your lineup completely punt the position but just pray the matchup works out pray that the jags are down in this game and that they just have to keep dumping the ball off and you get a bunch of garbage Blake Bortles time. It's ugly. Yeah, that's ugly. Uh, my, uh, my must start. Um, I'm going to go with Tyler Higby, man. Uh, Tyler Higby. It, it, it's again, kind of like one of those throw in the darts type thing. But at the same time, Cooper cup is out with a torn ACL. Um, facing the Kansas city chiefs. Kansas city chiefs are pretty decent against the, uh, the tight ends. Um, but I, th- I think they're going to try to get uh, 
Higby involved a little bit. Uh, you saw last week against Seattle Seahawks, he had three catches for 25 yards and a touchdown. The week before that, he had two catches for 40 yards. So he is getting a little bit more involved. I'm just very interested to see if it's going to be a Tether Higby sighting or if it's going to be a Josh Reynolds sighting at wide receiver because uh, they do like to run those three yeah. wide receiver sets. Uh, now that they're going to have Reynolds, they're going to have uh, uh, Mr. Bobby Woods, and then they're also going to have uh, – uh, Brandon Cooks as well. Um, but I could see Tyler Higby possibly having a week. So I'm going to go with Tyler Higby. Yeah, really not much to say about <laughs> yeah, it. It's but, ugly. Yeah. Uh, must sits. I really don't really have a sit either. I don't Only guy I really don't like. I've seen a couple people kind of talk him up this week. Uh, Austin Hooper. As I think right now is price tag 4500 You need him uh, 13 to 14 fantasy points. You know, he's hit that mark four times this year, and then the other weeks are extremely ugly. That's kind of the same with any tight end. I'd much rather go for the long shot with uh, James O'Shaughnessy and save that $2,000 and spend that at a different position. I will not be playing Hooper this week. All right. I really don't have uh, another uh, sit because it's just tight end and it's ugly (laughs) so uh we're gonna go back to quarterback real quick and we're gonna do would you rather uh hold on one second i'm gonna pull this up would you rather all right um we are gonna go to week 11 obviously because it is what it is it is week 11 it is week 11 that is true that's crazy that is week 11 already playoffs are around the corner fantasy playoffs nfl playoffs i don't like it yeah, not right. ready for it to end. Let's do this. Uh, Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers? Give me Aaron Rodgers this week. I just with Russell it's in Wil- Seattle. It is in Seattle, but the way the Seahawks are playing right now, they're really not letting Russell Wilson throw the football. I think he's quarterback or fourteen right now. And last week, it took him into the fourth quarter to have over twelve passing attempts. Okay. I, I, I could see a similar game plan against a pretty high-powered Green Bay offense that they're just relying on the run game. Finally let Penny get some touches. He looked good last week. I just, I just really expect them to be running the football as much as they can and pretty much take Russell Wilson out of the game almost. Um. All right, I got a good one here for you. The highest-scoring quarterback from last week, Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> Isn't that kind of comical to... He's done it a lot lately, too, man. I know, it's crazy. Or Drew Brees. Give me Drew Brees. (laughs) 100%. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if you're... What was that? Tim was telling us that somebody in Daily Fantasy started Tariq Cohen, Trubisky, the Bears defense. Trey Burton and Allen Robinson. (laughs) Won the millionaire. (laughs) That's absolutely crazy. Now, I know you're high on Eli this week. Eli or Mitchell Trubisky? Ah, uh, just straight up or d- pricing and daily. Just straight up. If you if you had your fantasy team, not not daily. God, I'll go Eli, man. Go Eli still. I'm I'm nervous about uh, Trubisky against the Vikings. I'm trying to see who he's really played. That's tough. Uh, the Bills defense is very good. Pass defense, yeah. they kind of blew them out of the water, but he only had eight game, eight points in that game. Uh, Seattle's defense has been better this year. Trubisky only had fourteen in that game. Green Bay he only had fourteen. Yeah, that was early in the season. 
I just, I just think this game's going to be low scoring. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, let's go ahead and move to, uh, or actually, let's do one more. Um, Andrew Luck or Cam Newton? Ah. Puts me in a pickle, Josh. It's, yeah. it's it's hard for me to go against my boy. Luck's, Luck's been hot, man. He has. Uh, three touchdowns against Jacksonville, three against Oakland, four against Buffalo, four against the Jets, three against Patriots, four against Houston. He's just been super consistent. Yeah. Uh, I just got to go with Cam Newton, man. He, he's just been on a different level. He's still running the football at will. Uh, I, I like how that Carolina Panthers offense is clicking right now. I, I could see the Titans being able to limit luck a little bit. They've been – you saw what they did against the Patriots last week. Only 12.2 fantasy points of Brady. Week before, only 14.8 against the Cowboys. I, I do think Luck's a better quarterback than Dak Prescott for sure, but uh, the way they were able to limit Tom Brady was impressive. I'm going to go Cam. Moving on to running backs. Todd Gurley, Monday Night Football game. Todd Gurley or Mr. Hunt? I'm going to go Gurley. Yeah. Jeez. I think Hunt or I think uh, Todd Gurley makes a lot of sense. I, I mean, honestly, he's just he's been tearing it up, man. Um, and I think they're going to lean on him a little bit more as well, especially in the passing game with Cooper Cup out. Yeah, the Chiefs this year, there's one, two, four games where they've allowed over 40 fantasy points to running backs of PPR. They're the worst against running backs in football. This should be a girly game. Everything screams that it's a girly game. It's one of those weeks where you're just putting them in your lineup and set it, forget it. Yeah. Uh, Delvin Cook. Or Josh Adams. Ooh. I'm going to go Cook. I'm going to go Josh Adams. Really? Yeah. Do you think that that's going to be a close game where they're relying on their big running back early and often? I don't know. <laughs> I just I, – I, and, and the thing is that sucks about Josh Adams. He, he doesn't get any love out of the backfield yeah. receiving the ball. Uh, he's actually, in my opinion, the best runner between the tackles for the Philadelphia Eagles right now. And they're playing a high-powered offense with the New Orleans Saints. So I could see the the Philadelphia Eagles trying to throw the ball. But you know what they're going to have to do from the get-go is try to run the ball to slow the Saints down. Yeah. So I kind of like Josh Adams. I don't know. They need to give him some touches. Yeah. Most rushing attempts he's had in the season is nine. Uh, I expect that number to kind of go up. Last week he had seven. It was a closer the game. season, he's over yeah. 100 yards rushing. Yeah. I do like Adams. I liked him at Notre Dame. I think Cook's a better overall player, but that's a crappy matchup too. Both yeah. of those guys have really tough matchups this week. Yeah, especially uh, with Cook against the Bears. Yeah, yeah, not pretty. No, uh, Zeke Elliott. Uh, he's facing the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons have given up a lot of points and a lot of uh, yardage to running backs. Or the Carolina Panthers own Christian McCaffrey against the Detroit Lions. Full PPR, or even half PPR, it's hard to really start anyone over CMC yeah, right now, man. I agree. That that matchup is great for Zeke. Uh, Atlanta's the second-worst team in the NFL, uh, giving up fantasy points to running backs. We saw what Nick Chubb was able to do against them last week. He had that 92-yard rush. 
Uh, but I'm, I'm going to go with CMC, man. He's just been on fire. Three touchdowns last week. Just a, a total threat at every aspect of football. I agree. Definitely agree with that. Over, um, over 30 points PPR back-to-back weeks for CMC. I know. Christian McCaffrey is just a, he's a monster right now. I, and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping he continues it. Uh, Cam Newton's actually, I believe, what is he, sixth overall yes. right now at quarterbacks. Yep. Uh, he's having a good year as well. Again, another guy that's having a quiet MVP-type season. Uh, so it'll be very interesting to see where he goes as well. Do you, guys, you have anybody else? Do you have any wide receivers or anything? Uh, let's see. What about for uh, against the Jaguars? Would you start Antonio Brown? If you had to pick one, Antonio Brown or Juju? Um, I think I would go with Juju over Antonio Brown. I think this is a week where they try to shadow Antonio Brown with the safety over the top, uh, with Ramsey as well. Um, and I think Juju is going to flourish a little bit. I think this, again, like I said uh, earlier with James Conner, I think this is going to be more of a, uh, a passing game for the Pittsburgh Steelers rather than a, a running game. I think they're going to shut the run game down. So I, I like Juju over Antonio Brown. And do another one. Let's say you're a daily player and you want in on that Monday night matchup, Rams against the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. You have to pick one Rams receiver. Both of them are pretty equal in price. Robert Woods or Brandon Cooks this week? Chiefs are 12th against wide receivers on the year. Uh, so everything's kind of pointing that they should have a heavy dose of Todd Gurley. But they air the football out every week. Yeah, I think if I had to choose between Brandon Cooks and uh, Bobby Woods, I think I would go Bobby Woods. Rather than Brandon Cooks, Brandon Cooks is obviously the uh, the guy <clears throat> the guy that is going to try to run free uh, down the field, and they're going to air it out to him. Uh, but I think Bobby Woods, for PPR aspect, is the uh, the clear cut guy in my opinion, especially PPR. So that's where I'm leaning towards. I like it. I feel like if you're playing dollar wise, maybe Josh Reynolds. Would be a nice throw in, and mm-hmm. you could probably spend a little bit more money on a another higher wide receiver um, or another higher running back. Maybe even Todd Gurley at running back, and then spend whatever else you have on Josh Reynolds. But that's just me. I think Josh Reynolds, and like I said, with Tyler Higby, could be a boomer bust type play. So, but yeah, anything else, man? That's all I got. All right, that's all I have as well, Tim. Nothing. All right, so uh, that's all we have for you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed the start and sits of the week, plus a little bit of uh, Would You Rather. Uh, Be on the lookout for uh, our next episode that we have. I believe it will come next week. And then we'll also have our, uh, if you guys haven't listened already, our hot topics of the week. Um, We talk everything from Le'Veon Bill's contract situation to the Monday night football game getting moved back to L.A. from Mexico to anything and everything, uh, even draft prospects at the quarterback position, a uh, little bit of everything there. And then we also, of course, are going to be talking uh, about our picks for this week. So uh, make sure you listen to those episodes. And, uh, again, for Tom, myself, and Tim, we are Pony Kick Sports. You guys can follow us on Twitter, at Pony Kick Sports, at Pony underscore Keg underscore Tom. And if I talk Tim, you guys can always email us, PonyKickSports at gmail.com. And until next time. 
of us has a purpose. We are destined to do something meaningful, not only to support our loved ones, but to positively impact our communities throughout the country. What do you think a private Christian education looks like? Grand Canyon University offers over 175 high-quality online programs across nine colleges. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.